can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, I have a hack for other people that are headed over to Europe this year, which I think is half of the Australian population. (laughs) People are either going to Europe or they're trying to save money. So I have a little hack that I've been using and I've told a few people about it and they're like, oh, I didn't even think to do that. I'm sure some of our audience have thought to do this already or are already doing this because they're TikTok users. But in the search bar of TikTok, every single location I'm going to in Europe and Mm -hmm. my entire feed is just travel tips and things to do in those locations. So I have saved that many TikToks that are like restaurants activities, boat hires, like train tips, how to get an e-SIM, like what to do about your phone while you're over there and data. All of those things are now in my TikTok feed. So it's all I see all day and I just save all of these videos so that I can refer back to them when I'm actually properly planning these things out in a couple of weeks time. So it's very, very helpful. I highly recommend doing that because it's like just having a Google search come up for you every time you use TikTok. It's really handy. I definitely, when I was in Thailand, my algorithm was like all Thailand travelers and it was not tips as much, but more just the most hilarious videos about Thailand and about going to markets and the fact that there's a 7-Eleven, you know, like in Thailand, there's always a 7-Eleven on it, like (laughs) 7-Eleven on every corner. I remember one place I went to, someone said to me, there was a 7-Eleven on one side of the street and a 7-Eleven on the other side of the street. And they were like in direct competition. (laughs) And it was like, it didn't make any sense. But I think someone said that like, if you're walking on the other side of the street, I guess you go to that 7-Eleven. Yeah. Can you imagine in Melbourne having a 7-Eleven on opposite sides of the street? Well, I feel like that's the case with Chemist Warehouse. There's one every block. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. <laughs> Our version of 7-Eleven is Chemist Warehouse. Because they were like in direct competition with each other, both yeah. 7-Elevens. Mm. Mm. And so onto the traveling side of things, I also was asking on Instagram what everyone recommended for like a walking shoe that's a sneaker. So I have new balances that are like Mm. a runner, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to wear a runner type shoe with a dress. Mm. I I know that some people really pull it off. I'm not one of those people. I feel like I need a plain white leather look sneaker and the amount of opinions that came through to me. What was the number one recommendation? So I was looking at Vages mm-hmm. and they're very popular right now. I see everyone wearing them. I've never had a pair. I have one friend that traveled around Europe last year that was like, they were so comfortable. I didn't wear anything else. They were great. And then other people were like, do not buy them. They're the worst shoes. They're so flat. You will regret it. It's made my decision so much harder that I'm getting all these opinions. <sighs> what have you gone with? So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and try a pair of bed sneakers on. Bed are created by podiatrists, so mm-hmm. they didn't sponsor me to say that, but they are like created by podiatrists. So I think they're meant to be better for your arch and the ball of your foot and the heels so that 
I don't know, they're meant to be better for your foot. And I can't believe I'm having this conversation. I'm only 30 years old, but I just can't, <laughs> I can't go to Europe without a supportive pair of shoes. So I think I'm going to try a pair of those on, see how they fit. Yep. And then I might go back to the drawing board. I have also seen a pair of tennis shoes that were created by Roger Federer by On Running. Yes. Have you seen these? I actually saw a video about how that all came to be. Oh, really? Yeah. So he. It's very Michael Jordan with Nike. So, isn't yeah. It? so interesting okay I don't know if it's true but I saw this on YouTube so he basically had a deal with Nike that was maybe 10 million a year this is so we're really into the sports trivia and then he ended up (laughs) with Uniqlo but Uniqlo don't do shoes so he was still wearing Nike shoes and then he ended up going with on running but he got a percentage of the business okay which on running then went public and was worth billions or whatever and he then made like hundreds of millions of dollars out of both deals Uniqlo and on running because he needed more so that's how it all came to be with on running but I've heard on running is amazing. It's very interesting. One of my friends has these shoes and she said they're great. They're very comfortable, but they're slightly masculine. So I feel like I want to try them on as well because I've got quite a small, dainty little foot. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see how they fit. I'm very fussy with sneakers. So I think it's back to the drawing board for me. I'm going to have to go and do a few trips to the shopping center and try it on. I've got the Adidas. The Stan Smiths. Stan Smith. Yeah. 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 A few people recommended them, but then again, other people, they're the worst shoes ever. (laughs) It's very hard. Wow. People were, there was no gray area. It was either they hated a pair of shoes or they loved a pair of shoes. Interesting. And a lot of people also just saying, get new balance. Like I already, I literally already just said, (laughs) new balance is just not what I'm after. I want a white pair of sneakers I can wear with like dresses, skirts you know, that would be appropriate for me to maybe wear out for dinner if we had to walk a long distance to somewhere. But Mm. I did not even think about this when I went to Europe at 25. Mm. Didn't even think about the shoes. I just chucked in a pair of Converse and I was like, yeah, they'll do. Didn't even think about it. But now that I've got a knee injury (laughs) and and a sore lower back, Get by. Same. I have back pain too. Yes. What happened to us? (laughs) I don't know. We got older. (laughs) Definitely the back pain. I can't stand for long amounts of time. (laughs) My back starting. Yeah. I do feel it if I don't sit properly in a chair for more than like an hour, my back starts to hurt. I went to a concert and I could only stand for the first hour and a half. And then I was making my boyfriend (laughs) kneel down and make a seat for me. So what's on today's episode, Joe? So today's episode, we are talking mouth breathing with Dr. Anthony O'Rourke, and then we are talking about my must-have products for my Europe trip. And of course, our products we didn't know we needed. So I was having a conversation the other day, Hannah, with my boyfriend about mouth breathing because we've seen a few TikToks about taping your mouth. I just saw that this morning. Ashley Graham tapes her mouth shut. Yes. So apparently, like, it's this big thing on TikTok, which has probably been around for a lot longer, but it's just been talked about a lot on TikTok. So we have Dr. Anthony O'Rourke joining us today, lead dentist at Maven Dental in Collins Street. And we're going to get to the bottom of mouth breathing and why it's such an issue and why it's become so popular on TikTok. So Dr. Anthony, what are some of the common causes of mouth breathing and how can they be addressed? There's two main causes. So number one is habitual. Like anything, it can become a bit of a habit and mouth breathing is one of them things. So if you get in the habit of breathing always through your mouth, you'll continue to do that. The other major cause 
is whether there's something obstructive. So if there's something actually stopping you from breathing through your nose. Now that could be many things. It could be trauma, bangs, knocks, broke your nose in the past or any issues like that. But more commonly, it's it's like a rhinitis or an inflammation. So if you've got lots of allergies and your nose becomes blocked quite commonly, if you're not breathing effectively through your nose, naturally you'll start to breathe through your mouth. But that's not what your mouth was designed to do. So that's where the problems begin. Mm, okay. I didn't even know that mouth, like I, this is a new topic for me because I'm not on TikTok. So do most people just always breathe through their nose? Is that a thing? That's genetically <laughs> what we were all designed to do. You know, the nose is designed for breathing. The anatomy there, it filters the air, it moistens the air. In fact, you know, breathing through your nose, it's a really important part of your daily health routine. We just do it. We do it thousands and thousands of times a day. We don't even think about it. But air breathed through your nose is actually far more effectively delivering oxygen to the rest of your body than air breathed through your mouth because it's just that's not what it's designed to do. So mm. lots of people don't even think about it, but it's a really wow. important part of you. I'm going to be very aware of that now. <laughs> I've never thought about it. Is that because I guess you said, did you say there's like a filter through your nose? How does that work? Once the air actually passes through your nostrils, it's a little bit like a seashell in there. It spins around a little bit. And in there, there's little hairs that filter out any bacteria. There's moisture that's put in there through your sinuses uh, to make the air a little bit moist and easier to uptake. And it filters then down into your lungs. It has something called nitric oxide added to it, which actually is a vasodilator, which makes the oxygen easier to be uptaken and air breathed through your mouth. It's what Mother Nature designed it for. It's really an interesting part of anatomy, mm. and it makes it much more effective breathing through there. So how can mouth breathing affect sleep quality, and what are some strategies for improving this? So number one, how it can affect your sleep quality? Your mouth becomes very dry. You're not actually getting quality air. Now, every night we always try and strive for them eight hours of sleep so that we're refreshed. But if you're not getting a quality eight hours of sleep, it's not really helping you. So you may begin to experience symptoms like a little bit of drooling on your pillow. You're restless. You're not getting your full eight hours of sleep. You're beginning to wake and stir in the night because you're not getting great oxygen into your body. How can we help improve that and what can you do? Well, normal sleep hygiene. So you can raise your pillow a little bit and that can help. Making sure the room is a nice temperature for sleeping. Uh, dehumidifiers often help. Making sure that you've got to the root of the problem. So they all help if it is habitual that you're mouth breathing. But if you've got a functional issue, so if you've got an issue with your nasal passages or you've got blockages or you've got rhinitis, really important that you actually get them treated, looked after. That's the major reason. We have to get to the root cause. Can you pick a mouth breather in a patient that comes in when you look at their mouth? I think you can pick a mouth breather if you look around. So uh, what a lot of people, yeah, what a lot of people don't realize is actually when you're at rest, when you're not eating, when you're not talking, your mouth should be closed. So, mm -hmm. you know, before this, on the way in to do this this morning, I was having a little look around on, on the tram. And you can see people who are mouth breathers, they will uh, at rest have their mouth open. Ah. Dental implications, when we're doing a dental exam, it's quite obvious that we can see mouth breathers. They have some dental symptoms such as an increased risk of gingivitis, so the inflammation of their gums. And they're actually more prone to mm -hmm. holes on their roots of their teeth mm -hmm. uh, due to the fact that the mouth dries out and they don't have as much saliva. 
But, you know, people day to day, you can pick up if they're a mouth breather or not. Quite easily, you just, if their mouth's open or during sentences, you know, if people are gasping a lot or trying to breathe through their mouth whilst they're talking through the sentence, you can spot that. I mean, breathing, what a lot of people don't realize, breathing should be silent. So if you're hearing your partner, a friend, your child, whilst they're breathing, it often indicates that there's something not quite right within that system. Mm -hmm. So is mouth breathing more common at night when you're sleeping? Like now that you say it, like I'm pretty sure my boyfriend does mouth breathe a little bit at night. (laughs) Like I'm not sure. I'm going to have to pay a bit closer attention. But is that more common? He wouldn't – I've never noticed him mouth breathing during the day though. (laughs) So it can be more common at nighttime. Your muscles relax a little bit more again can we come into that habit people can uh, have a little bit more allergies at night you know if the if it's not good sleep hygiene so if the the room's a little bit dusty it's probably picked up more at night and you'll notice it more at night because it's more silent i can hear him it's like <laughs> like so, you know like it's, i don't know if it goes on all night but i think when he flips around on his back mm. maybe i can really hear it i'm gonna have to take a bit more closer attention tape his mouth closed hannah you'll find out pretty quickly <laughs> I guess there would be like a genetic component as well because some people have larger teeth or their bite is different. That means they can't really close their mouth properly and they always kind of have their mouth dropping open. Like how would you resolve something like that? You can't really, I guess, unless you got your jaw broken. Well, it's it's interesting because it's a little bit of what came first, the chicken or the egg. So mm-hmm. a lot of studies in, in mouth breathing around children. Mm-hmm. If children are mouth breathing, it actually affects the development of their jaw ah. and it affects how their teeth begin to develop. So people actually have what we call mouth breathing faces. It will affect how they develop and end up with longer, narrow faces. Wow. So it's really important, especially in children, you're hearing them or you're suspecting them to be mouth breathers to get them to your dentist or your GP for an assessment. So, you know, an adult who has been crowded mouth or crowded teeth and they don't have, you write that anatomy or that position and their mouth is open, so they have what we call an open bite, but naturally their teeth won't close. There is treatments that can be done. We look at orthodontics. Sometimes we have to look at jaw surgery mm-hmm. because it really can impact your daily life. If, if you're a a mouth breather, you're, you're going to have tired eyes. Yeah. The dark circles around the eyes, the venous pooling, that's one of the side effects. You get your restless sleep and snoring, as we were talking about. And people actually move their posture. So they move the jaw forward to try and open up their airway a little bit because they're not getting that good quality mm. air through their nose. Very interesting. So do you recommend mouth taping then, putting a little bit of sticky tape over the mouth before bed? Uh, if someone's talking too much, yes. But uh, <laughs> no. so, look, what we would say is, first off, we've got to find the root cause. As we said at the start okay. of the chat, that if it's habitual and it's a habit that you've developed over a period of time, closing a jaw or uh, mouth taping can help to break that habit. It can take three or four months, like any habit, to break. But it's really important that you get assessed by a medical professional first because if you have got a problem with mouth breathing and it's due to anatomy or it's due to a blockage in your nose and you're not actually breathing through your nose and you suddenly go and start taping your mouth, you're going to have real problems. Mm. You know, you've got to be able to get the air some way. So my advice would be before you do any taping of the mouth, go and see your GP, go and see your dentist. They can point you in the right direction and you get full assessment, such as with a, an ear, nose and throat specialist. 
So mm-hmm. it can help break a habit. Chin strapping also. There's some little tools you can get that hold your chin in place at night time. Mm-hmm. But that's going to have no effect and, in fact, make your breathing much worse if you're suffering from rhinitis, sinusitis, or you've you've got an anatomical mm-hmm. problem. Okay, so mouth taping can be a little bit of a Band-Aid solution in some situations. I feel like maybe I'm a mouth breather because when you said before about dribbling on your pillow, I'm a huge dribbler. Like when I go to sleep, yeah. I will, if I'm leaning on my partner, he will have dribble on his top. Like it's <laughs> not good. So I feel like maybe I'm in this group of people. So look, that is a sign. So, yeah, you, uh, you might want to get checked out. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm scared now. (laughs) Incorrect breathing. I think it can have a lot of implications, not only for your dental health, which I'm interested in, but for your overall well-being. We don't really think about, you know, we think about our diet, our exercise, are we going to get this? But something as simple as mouth breathing can have wide-ranging effects that really affect how you feel and really affect how you look. You know, if you're a mouth breather, you're constantly tired, you look tired, doesn't matter how long you sleep, you're not getting that quality sleep. So it is an area that I think people need to talk about more. Little things of just actually thinking about breathing can really help and have an effect. Yeah, great tips. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Anthony O'Rourke. You can visit him at Maven Dental in Collins Street, Melbourne. Thank you. Hannah, as you know, I am going to Europe soon. Yes, very soon. It was going to be a very expensive exercise. It's already mm. quite up there. And Ecom, quite expensive. What's the average accommodation price in Europe? Well, it just differs everywhere, honestly. It depends where you are. What's the most expensive you've booked? Santorini was, I think we paid three grand maybe for like four nights. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know me. I don't stay yeah. in hostels. I stay in hotels and Airbnbs. Not a hostel girly, never was, never will be. So I stick to that and it just happened to be that that's the prices of things these days and it is Mm. outrageous and it's very expensive. But I haven't been to Europe in a really long time, since 2017, and was really keen to go. My partner's never been, so no better time than now, except that it's going to be really expensive. But anyway, that's a totally different story for another day. I have been preparing my stuff to take with me mm-hmm. and I've been asked by Jazz who writes for Beauty IQ and Maddie who does our YouTube channel to compile my skincare that I'm taking and share it with them. So you can find these in article and YouTube form if you don't catch all of these products as I'm talking through them. But this is what I'm packing skincare wise for Europe. This is subject to change because I haven't actually properly started packing my bag yet. So I may end up changing a few things, but this is kind of what I've tentatively planned. So there is three cleansers. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Three cleansers. Cleansing is very important. Okay. Let's not act like it's not. It's very important, especially if you're wearing a lot of sunscreen. So I'm taking the Alpha H Melting Moments Cleansing Balm. I was going to guess that. That is a must have. Because if you've ever traveled with an oil cleanser, I'm Mm. sorry, it doesn't matter how good the packaging is, it's likely to leak. Very true. Whereas this is in a solid balm form, so it's less likely to leak and wreak havoc in my bag. So that's what I'm taking with me as my first cleanser to get off that thick layer of sunscreen that I've been reapplying all day, any makeup I have on, all the pollutants that have 
attach themselves to my skin throughout the day. That's what I'll be using to get all that off. Then I'm going to take the Viviology Gentle Foaming Cleanser with me. So I've got a mini of this product. If you are taking the full size, James Vivian actually posted a really good video on Viviology's Instagram the other day of putting a little piece of Glad Wrap, Cling Wrap. You know, we're big fans of Glad Wrap over here. You put that over the lid and then you screw the top back on. So this is one of those ones like the same top as the ASAP cleanser where you just kind of click one side down and then turn the whole product upside down. It can be a little bit prone to leakage. So I would do that trick where you just screw the lid off, put the glad wrap over and then screw the lid back on to prevent any leakage or keep it inside a Ziploc bag. All of my products are usually inside a Ziploc bag that are prone to leaking. And I have a C-Clear bag, which is completely clear so that I can take it through the little scanny thingy at the airport. The other cleanser I'm taking is the Bioderma Hydro Bio H2O Hydrating Micellar Water Cleanser. This is slightly different to the Sensi Bio. It's a little bit more hydrating. So this is what I'll be using on the plane. I've got a mini of this. It's 100 mils. So I can take that on there with me. And I just take a couple of cotton rounds with me. And that's what I'll use to cleanse my face Mm. on the flight. You can also find my in-flight routine from Canada on my Instagram or Adore Beauty's Instagram where I did my full routine and again had those people being like, oh, this is so annoying for other passengers. I'm sorry that my skincare routine bothers you, but that's just life. So that's what I'll be using to cleanse on the plane and I'll probably use that, you know, throughout the trip as well for other Mm -hmm. various things. But they're the cleansers that I'm taking. So, so far it's pretty compact. Yes. Then we go into serums. So serum-wise, I'm going to take the ASAP Radiance with me because I've been getting a few spots and bumps and I want to be able to spot treat any areas where I'm getting breakouts because when I'm traveling, I tend to get a couple of you know little blemishes pop up. So I'm going to take that as a spot treatment. I wish I could get it in like a tiny mini size. I might have a mini from like a pack a while ago. I'm pretty sure I do have one. So if I do have a mini, I'll take that. But the big size is 30 mils anyway, so it's not like a huge piece of packaging. But that's what I'll take with me. You could use that over your whole face if you are acne prone or texture prone and you want something that's just going to give you that evenness to your skin. Nice. That's an AHA and BHA, so that's why I use it as spot treatment. Then I've got the Alpha H Liquid Gold Midnight Reboot, which I feel you would probably also take with you because it's got the AHA action, it's got the retinoid in it, so I know I'm getting both those benefits out of one product. I'm not having to take three separate serums. I'm just taking that one and I'm getting all the benefits and my skin really likes that product. So I'm kind of cutting down there. Then I've got my La Roche-Posay Tolerian Ultra Dermal Logo Serum. This is the one, that little blue bottle that I just love for rosacea, redness prone skins. Works so well for me. I find it just really calms down my skin. It's really hydrating. You can just use this as a hydrating serum if you have sensitive skin. It's great for that. So that is a must for me because my skin will be a little bit out of sorts from traveling all over the place, being in air conditioning, on flights, etc. Then I've got the Viviology Niacinamide and HA serum. I won't go anywhere without a niacinamide. So that's just like, there's no question with that one. It's just that's coming with me. And it would have either been that or ASAP Super B. I just happen to have this one open at the moment. So whatever's going at the time, a niacinamide serum of some kind will be coming with me. Mm -hmm. That's all the serums that I'm taking. Then I've got a facial oil, which is the Habitual Beauty Rejuvenating Facial Oil. I really love this facial oil and I think I'm going to need it to restore moisture. I'll probably use this on the flight and then at any other times where I'm feeling a little bit dry. My skin will tend to get drier in 
summer and being exposed to UV, which is just a given while you're in Europe, as much as I wish I could just protect myself and wear a sheet the whole time, I probably (laughs) won't be. So I will probably need to rely on that product a little bit. It's got vitamin C, it's got bacuchiol in it. So you're getting those benefits too. Then we've obviously got sunscreen. I'm taking the La Roche-Posay and Thalios Invisible Fluid with me. That is SPF 50 plus. And I'm also going to take the ultraviolet preen screen reapplication mist, which is also SPF 50. So I want to make sure that I can reapply on the go. And I'll probably also be taking my sunscreen around with me to reapply properly too. That's a little bottle as well. That's good for travel. It is. Yeah, it's a slim bottle, as is the Anthalios. Yeah, that's a tiny little bottle. So I'm going to take a few of those. Very easy to travel with. And then the last product is my ridiculously expensive lip balm, which is the PCA <gasps> Hyaluronic Castle Lip Booster. Won't go anywhere without it. It's $99 for six grams. <laughs> if you can get it on sale, go for it. Or if you can get it in Europe somewhere, if you're also traveling overseas and you see this product, get it. Can I check? One gram is, how much is that? I don't know. I'm not good at maths. You know this. $15 a gram. 99 divided by six. $16.50 per gram. Yeah, okay. Can I just say, though, the six grams does last me. I probably repurchase it every three months and I use it twice a day every day. It's like not even that far off the price of gold. The gold <laughs> price per gram is $62. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> this yeah. stuff is gold to me, though. I absolutely love it. Like I think when you have products that are outrageously expensive but they really work for you you can justify that Mm. like if that works for you and you love it and you swear by it keep buying it go for it I'm not here to ruin your dreams it's not it's about $15 a gram it's not (laughs) close to gold (laughs) it's fine there are other products on the market though that are way more expensive yes and if it works for you go for it I'm not here to judge but yeah that is my one spendy product that I struggle to justify but I really do love it so you know, it is what it is. So that's my beauty bag, my skincare bag. I am also mm-hmm. going to have a hair care bag and a makeup bag, obviously. I do the same. I have three different bags and each yes. one. Yes. This is why I need a full carry-on case and a full checked yep. case. Yeah. So to be honest, with the dollar that the way it is, I don't think I'll be doing a heap of shopping. Mm. Don't hold me to that because it's probably a lie that I'm telling you right now, but I am going to be conscious of the dollar because it's just not great right now. Are you going to Italy? Yes. Italy has like the best, what do they call where Like outlets, like there's a Gucci outlet. Mm. You're not going to go, are you? Don't tell me this. Okay. I haven't been, but my mum has been to the outlets in Italy and I think they're pretty good. And I think my sister's husband might might have bought some like loafers at yeah, and it was really the price was so much less mm. than what you would get here for designer. Yeah. Well, look, that's how I'm going to justify it. If it's heaps cheaper than whatever I can get here, even mm. with the conversion, mm. then I'll buy it. Sure. Yep. Twist my arm. But if it's going to be like the same price as here, then I may as well just get it here. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm going to try not to do too much shopping. So that means I'm going to have a fair bit of room in my case. And I'm also giving a bigger suitcase, my old suitcase to my partner to use so that yep. he'll probably only fill a quarter of that one. And then there's yep. going to be extra space in there anyway. And I might put some of each of our clothes in each other's suitcases in case one of our suitcases goes missing. And then we've got a change of clothes for the other person. Great idea. 
Yeah, I'm a real thinker. Mm. So skincare is done there in that bag. And then we've got hair care where I'm going to take all of my stuff to do my slick pony. Mm -hmm. So I usually use like some kind of cream product. It might be Owl's Formula Serum. It might be Olaplex number six. It might be the 11 Miracle Hair Treatment, like any of those products that are creamy in nature that you can run through your hair to kind of make it wet or damp. And then I need to have my sea salt spray with my toothbrush, boar bristle brush, and that's my slick pony done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a travel hairdryer, which is going to be released in August. There is a brand releasing a travel hairdryer in August. I don't know if I'm allowed to say which one, but keep an eye out on the site for that. I think it comes out August 1st. Mm-hmm. You may also see me just using it on my socials while I'm there. And I'm also taking my Cloud9 curling wand, which I probably will only use maybe three times over the five weeks that I'm there, but I want to have it on hand just in case I want to do my hair nicely. Just in case. And dry shampoo, the mm-hmm. R&Co Spiritualized, I'm going to take with me because it's not an aerosol. It's a little bottle. Yep. You just spray it in and dry it into your hair and it looks basically clean again. So that is my hair care case done. Then makeup, I'm kind of undecided on because I'm very likely to not wear makeup at all while I'm there, but it's nice to have a little concealer handy, a little cream blush, a little highlighter of some sort, you know, it's nice to have that there, Mm -hmm. a little lick of mascara. So they're probably the products that I'll take just a concealer. I don't even think I'll take foundation. What? Yeah. For five weeks in Europe. What if you go for a fancy dinner or... No makeup. No. I even take makeup to Thailand just in case or Bali, even though I don't wear it the whole time. I can just use concealer all over my whole face if I need to. What about like a like an It Cosmetics CC cream or something? No, no too heavy. Nothing. No. Yeah. Wow. If I was going to take anything, it would be Dream Screen. Mm. So maybe I'll do that. And then if there are any days where I'm just like, oh, I feel like I need a little something, then I can put that on and that's SPF 50 as well. So just that extra sun protection. Maybe I'll do that. And I might take a bronzer and a cream blush, a concealer and brow gel and a mascara. Nice. Perfect. And then, you know what? I will take my groundwork, MAC groundwork. Yeah. Yeah, Just a little bit of a brown wash to my Mm. lids. And that's pretty much all I'll take. And my standard, I always have like a lip gloss. I always have the Bobbi Brown crushed liquid lip, crushed oil infused lip gloss in the in the buff shade always have that in my handbag anyway and I always have like 10 lip liners in my handbag so that'll be like a MAC one or I do have a Charlotte Tilbury one as well so whatever I have in my bag will just be coming with me Mm -hmm. and that's everything I'm taking so that'll be a whole section of my checked luggage my skincare will come with me the other two bags will go in my checked luggage all of my skincare will be under 100 mils because I will not be stuck without my skincare. So it needs to come with me on my person (laughs) so that there is no opportunity for it to get lost because I need all my things. Although if something did happen, I would just walk into a pharmacy over there because they all have Laurish Posay. So I'd just buy everything Laurish Posay or Bioderma they have as well. That's the same Thailand. They always have Bioderma and they always have Laurish Posay. I'll just buy all of that. Again, same in Bali, they have La Roche-Posay and Bioderma. Like no matter where you are, you can probably find either of those. Yeah. Honestly, if you're traveling and you lose your skincare, go straight to a pharmacy. French pharmacy. Just go straight Mm. to those areas in the pharmacy and stock up on whatever Mm. from those brands. You will not be let down. You'll be so fine with those brands. Even a Venn, you'll probably be able to find, if you're in Europe, all of those three brands will be in pharmacy. Actually, they have some really amazing brands in French pharmacies. Like if you're going to France or Spain, they all have 
the best in their pharmacies. So yeah, stock up actually while you're over there <laughs> as well. It's probably cheaper. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty much my Euro bag. So I'll keep you updated if anything changes, but I think that's probably going to be it. Do you think that's excessive? No, no, no. I okay. actually think it's quite streamlined. Yeah, I think it is true. I think I'm being quite minimal for me. Yeah, I think that's particularly yeah. the makeup bag, very streamlined. Yeah, I just don't really wear makeup when I'm traveling. Mm. And I think once I, I'll have tan on, so I'm sure I'll look okay. What tan are you taking? I think I'm going to take Loving Tan Two Hour. Yep. The Platinum, just with a mm-hmm. glove in a Ziploc bag. And I'll also yep. put my exfoliating glove in there as well. And then I'll just reapply throughout the trip if I need it. But I'm bound to get some incidental like suntan as well because my skin does tan in the sun. As much as I avoid it, I think it's bound to happen. So we'll see how much I feel I need to reapply a fake tan. But yeah, I am going to take that with me. One more. What body sunscreen are you taking? Oh, body sunscreen. I'm actually going to take the Bondi Sands one in the blue tube. I was using that throughout last summer and I think I'll take a couple of tubes of that. And then I've also got the ultraviolet body sunscreen in the big boy pump. So I'm going to take that too. I took that away with me too. I'm taking all, if you are traveling to Europe or anywhere really that's not Australia, I definitely recommend taking SPF from here with you. I've especially heard, and I've got all these things off TikTok that it's really hard to get SPF 50 sunscreens in European countries. So I highly recommend, or they're really expensive. Mm. So if you're on like a Greek island, it's really hard to get a sunscreen that's not outrageously expensive or that's only SPF six and it's a tanning oil. Mm. So I would recommend stocking up and taking your own sunscreen with you there. That's going to last you for the time that you are there. Nice. Yeah. Have fun. Hot travel tips with Joe. Joe, you have pill cutter on here. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I was preparing for this episode. I'm like, you know what? I actually can't do an Adore Beauty product today. I need to do a product that genuinely has changed my life. This is why we did product we didn't know we needed. Yeah. When we first true. started this podcast. True. It was actual products we didn't know we needed. And this is a genuine representation of that. You know that I have a phobia of swallowing tablets. So... I really struggle with taking any kind of tablet. There's a few that are an exception to that that I've learnt to swallow because I'm like like the neurofin caplets. I can swallow those because I'm used to the size of them and the shape and they're coated and whatever. But antibiotics I struggle with. Like I just I end up avoiding taking them because I just can't cope with how hard it is Mm. and you know before work and stuff if I'm in a rush I just can't do it because I feel rushed. Mm. Anyway so Hattie, my best friend, went to Priceline and she bought me a pill cutter. And now this is probably exclusively for those over 70 or 80, but I <laughs> have now got one. And for anyone who struggles with swallowing tablets, you need this in your life. It's just like in a little plastic. I've seen them. Oh, you've seen them? The pill in. It's like a guillotine for pills. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. Cuts it in half for you. You can cut it any which way you want to. (laughs) And you can then swallow the smaller pieces or like mix it in with something, whatever you need to do. Don't judge me, okay? Because this is really helpful. I'm not judging. Phobia. Yeah. So you need a pill cutter in your life. That is a great product. It's genuinely a PWDK to be in. I'm sure Chemist yeah. Warehouse have them as well. 
I bet Chemist Warehouse do. Yeah. Mine personally was from Priceline, their own brand, I think. But yeah, feel free to look for them elsewhere. I'm sure Amazon and other places like that have them online if we're talking about competitors. But you actually have a product today, Hannah, that we stock. I do. I have an actual product. Mm-hmm. So this is a, I would call this like, I don't think it's actually listed as a night cream, but I was really surprised. You know, when you got like products from a door to trial and you get a product, you're like, oh, Uh, whatever Mm. like you don't really think twice about it and then you finally get around to trying it and you're like oh my god wow why didn't I try this yes and you're like why didn't I try this sooner (laughs) so it's Avens Hyaluron Active B3 Renewal Firming Cream I'm using it at night time because it's kind of like a it feels like a rich kind of night cream it's an anti-aging moisturizer and it's got some really nice ingredients in there so it's got niacinamide and hyaluronic acid It's just super thick. You know, I love those thick creams, even though Mm. like at night, especially. (laughs) I love this. It is such a nice texture. Got it here. It's also refillable. So it's in the the glass jar. Oh, yes. I've seen that. Maybe I should try it. I love that brand. Have you tried Aven products? Yeah. It's kind of got the same sort of scent as the other Aven products. They do do really nice moisturizers. It's one of their new products, I think, but it's already got 25 five-star reviews. and. I was reading through them. Yeah. So someone says like they've been using it for two weeks. I've already noticed my skin feels softer. A few people also said that it's also good for oily skin. Okay. Like, there's no oily like residue. Yeah. So what I love about this cream is it soaks in and leaves no oily residue at all, which is hard to find in a face cream, especially like a thick face cream as well. Someone said surprising results. Quite a few people have I've seen a couple of reviews saying that it's nice to put under makeup. Okay. I don't know if I would be able to do that because I've got oily skin. Someone said it is the best product. I'm sold on this. I reckon I need to try it. Quite a few five-star reviews, Mm. but yeah, great anti-aging nighttime, particularly for me for nighttime, but it is also a day cream. Guess how much the price is? It's a little bit on the bougier side. Uh, 70. Yeah. 73. How the hell did you get that? (laughs) I'm psychic. I've told you this before. Whoa. I just assumed like expensive for a van is like that kind of price point. You don't need much. This would last you. It's very moisturizing. Oh, that looks nice. I just showed Joe. Yeah. Really nice. So that's mine. Hannah, are you going to miss me? This is the last time we're recording together before I go for three months. I can't believe it. I think you'll probably hear my voice on other episodes. Like, I don't know if this is the last time. Yeah. I think we've pre-recorded. Yeah, we don't know. We have no idea. We've pre-recorded a few just so that you've got an extra few weeks of me before Matt comes on. What's the thing you're going to miss most? What am I going to miss? I think you've just become so much a part of my Tuesday routine because we do this every Tuesday that I will miss. We always have a chat before and after and we catch up on Mm. live things, but you're really part of my routine now on Tuesday mornings. Mm. What are you going to miss about me? Me sipping on my coffee early in the morning, trying to wake up? Yep, yep, yep. What am I going to miss most about you? You just doing things that I wouldn't. (laughs) Like what? Like using that product completely wrong, like the other day, that vitamin C that you weren't even mixing in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it just makes me laugh. (laughs) I enjoy it. So Matt will be joining you in my absence. I'm sure he's going to do a fantastic job because he stood in for you when you were away in Thailand. So I am 
leaving the reins in his hands and I think you guys are really going to enjoy having him on the pod. I've got to take the Joe role yeah. now, which makes me a bit nervous, <laughs> which is the you direct, you know, you open the conversation, mm. you keep things on track, you keep me on track. So that's going to be interesting Maybe, maybe Matt will yeah. have to play that role. We'll have to see. It might be the wild, wild west. I look forward to reading the reviews while I'm away. <laughs> yes. Please don't be too mean. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.